Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Well, hello, and thanks for coming, UK. My name is Seth. What's yours? Hello, it's Jamal. Hi, it's Stoney. Hey, everybody. We are back, back, back again for another fun week here at Thanks for Coming, the most fabulously gay podcast that ever was and is now in the UK. We are, of course, back, back, back again to recap everything that is RuPaul's Drag Race. But before we get too far into it, we have to introduce our special guest. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yes, we have Beth all the way from the UK. (laughs) Thank you so much, Beth, for joining us. We're so pumped to have you on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm really excited. (laughs) We are, too, the first ever British citizen to be on our podcast. So um, if no one else gets asked, it's Beth's fault. So we'll put her info down below. You can go let her know. (laughs) Yes, this is TFC Pod Herstory. Yeah, it's perfect for Snatch Game. (laughs) Yes. And, and and um before we get too far into it, you know, we just kind of like to see how everybody's doing. So I just have to ask you, Beth, UK hun? I'm okay, hun. A UK hun. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Bang, bang, bong. Oh, it's just stuck in my head. It haunts us forever. It does. It's like so addicting. Like, I swear, like, two, at least two days of the week, I wake up with that song stuck in my head. And it's I... like... I don't understand. <laughs> I was actually it's telling Stoney. I was telling Stoney this morning. I was like, I had to play it before bed in my earbuds because it was just like playing. It was like, okay, one one play and then I'm going to sleep. Three plays later. <laughs> Mercy. You know it. And did you see like there's videos of like the people in the uh, countries where you can actually go outside um, in Australia? I think it was either Australia or New Zealand where they're like dancing to Bing Bang Bong in the clubs. Oh, that's amazing. Well, it's so in my heart. I can't now in so long. <laughs> I know. Same. Yeah, our, you guys are still in lockdown in the UK, right? Oh, it's almost been a year. Like, we sort of got let out in August and sort of a bit of September. And then they were like, oh, you need to sit down to drink and be with people. But then, yeah, we got put in lockdown again. So we had a bit of time to play, but not really. <laughs> mm. Yeah, because I know they kind of like stepped up the game like around Christmas time for you guys, right? Yeah, we have another announcement on Monday to see what the roadmap is to get out of lockdown. But I am just so bored now. (laughs) Yeah. I'm with you. Like all, all three of us, we've just sort of been keeping to ourselves inside for the past almost year. And um man, it yeah, it does get boring, but I don't know. I just you know, at least we have drag race, you know, season 13 will <laughs> take us to 2022. <laughs> Lots yeah. of drag race. I just learned that we are going to be um, remote for through June of 2021. And like the first week of March will be a year since I've been remote when all this jumped off. Yeah, it's wow. like weird too, just in America too, because it's like the people that are like taking it seriously, like us are kind of like, you know, like staying at home, but then like people are just running out here wild that are just like (laughs) coronavirus is fake. I have to have a social (laughs) life again. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild time, but we hopefully you and your family are staying safe. Yeah. And uh, no sicknesses, please. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And of course, you know, before we get into it, we have to talk because this is how we we first made in contact probably almost a year ago, actually. Yeah, um, I think it was May. Yeah, 
May of 2020, uh, you posted this fabulous video of your little oh, brother. Yeah. And <laughs> I think was the first video for um, the Frock Destroyer song. Yeah, it was. Um, me and my mum introduced him to Drag Race a couple of years ago. And he just became obsessed with the UK season. That's when he really started to get into it. And he loved bag of chips. And oh, he'd they're amazing. go around at my mum's and he'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm going to wear your heels. And we were just <laughs> Is this happening? Have we got a drag queen in the family? <laughs> he, he can walk on in heels on the lawn and he doesn't fall over and he'll like his cartwheels in them. Oh, and, wow. Uh, my heart is so full. Like, I'm there trying not to cry while I'm recording. Oh, he's just amazing. <laughs> I think yes. that's so cool. Like, I just love seeing the young people just being who they are. It's just a, it's a new and interesting time in the best way. And I remember seeing that video when I think the day it was posted, TFC was like, you have to watch this. And I yeah. mean, work. I could not dance like that when I was their age. Yeah. It's, I, I would have broken both my ankles. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I love to see it because especially like, I don't know. We're kind of like in our mid thirties. So like growing up, it wasn't like socially acceptable, like being gay and stuff. So like to see it become more like mainstream and Mm -hmm. people more accepting, I just love seeing that he can, he just feels, you know, okay being himself. So I love it. I mean, they caught the spirit of bag of chips. So, I mean, you're just (laughs) doomed to be fabulous and fun. Yeah. He's amazing. We really adore him. I was introduced to Greg when I was about four or five. My mum used to take the shows when we went abroad. And oh, that's so cool. Down. And I was just fascinated by them. And like when my little brother was growing up, he was in this household of all these women. So he was just, <laughs> it's quite feminine. So yeah, he's sure. really been influenced by me and my mum, mostly. <laughs> yes. And, and just for reference, um, I think your brother's like, maybe maybe he's 13 now? Yeah, 14 in all. 14? Okay, yeah. And so we'll, we'll retweet the video again. We've we've done it before, but we're going to retweet it again because you have yes. to like, you literally have to see this video. <laughs> it's so amazing. Like, like her, her brother just is like the best performer. And, and it's just like kind of what Stoney was saying. It's awesome to hear your commentary in the video too just because you're like yes work and it's just like so cool to see like you know because obviously you know he probably feels more confidence when you're like cheering him on and stuff like that so yes very yeah, I think very he cool. gets a bit annoyed now when I'm like oh can you can you just perform for me just <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> we're, we're always like oh do a dance for us <laughs> <laughs> he he's like uh do you have your you have your coins or um <laughs> i only i only I perform for him, money now if he wants makeup i said i'll buy you makeup i'll, I'll do it for you i'll teach you <laughs> oh my gosh that's gonna be great yeah maybe like in, within the next couple of years like maybe he'll evolve like i, I don't know i just think it'd be so cool like yeah. if he grows up to actually be a drag queen that would be really awesome yeah who knows maybe we'll be talking about them ever. on a season of uk's drag race yeah, I'm gonna secure that place for him myself. <laughs> yes, Dra- Drag Race UK. Uh, what season six or seven? We're waiting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> something like that. Oh, um, I can't our- do math like that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we'll, we'll just assume that that's like numbers. One, one season a year. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I wish there were more Drag UK seasons, like in a year. Like I would rather watch two Drag Race UK seasons than two US seasons. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> it <all> stars. <laughs> yes. 
All right. Well, you know, we are here to recap a television show. So let's go ahead <laughs> and get into our honesty spill of the week. <laughs> honesty. Hey, everybody. Welcome back, back, back again to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week. We are, of course, back, back, back again to give you full coverage of everything that happened in this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 2 in the UK. We're back. Uh, I just I'm always just given so much life um, after Drag Race UK. You just don't know what's going to happen. These queens, I'm just loving the personalities. And we're getting farther along into the competition. So we're really starting to connect with them as well. Yeah, and I was like really starting to get over being bang bong. And then, of course, Rue had to put it in the recap of the episode. And now my life is ruined once again. (laughs) (laughs) For another whole week, you're going to be sing-sang songing and bing bang bonging. (laughs) I'm feeling very attacked right now. (laughs) Ding dang dong. (laughs) Yeah. UK, hon. That's right. Yes. All right. So at the top of the show, Joe Black has sashayed away again. Hi, Joe. It It was nice to see you again, Joe. Yeah, it was nice. Do you think that um do you think that Joe Black came, you know, he comes back and he's like, you know, I'm probably gonna get eliminated on this first episode. I'm just here for fun. I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. I don't know, because it it felt like I I felt like I didn't see the fighting spirit from Joe. I did watch an interview. I don't know. Popped up on my YouTube channel. There's like some drag queen that like does interviews with the UK queens. I forget her name. Jody Harsh. I think that's who it was. And Joe, yeah, the DJ. Joe was basically saying that she was like fine with going home because she didn't want to like send somebody else home that had been there the whole time. So she was just kind of like, I was glad I got to come back and like showcase another look. And I was fine just making an appearance. (laughs) Yes. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I think it's still cool. Joe got to come back because, you know, just being eliminated the first episode, like you don't really get that much screen time. So even, even if Joe comes back and didn't want to eliminate someone, it's still like cool because you get more time with Joe. Yeah, exactly. And like they said, they got to show another look that went over very well on the runway. And that gets to go down in Drag Race history too. So they did what they came to accomplish. Yes. So I have to ask Beth, uh, last week, you know, of course, we had the uh, H&M gate on the runway. Uh, <laughs> did Rue's criticisms of the queen come off as a bit harsh to you? Not ne- Not just Joe, but just all the queens? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Rue was in a bit of a mood last week, and I do agree with the critique because they didn't do so well for banana drama. And Joe, yeah, he, he could have amped up his game a little bit, but I do feel like Joe had such a good like, episode in episode one. Like the runway was amazing in that, whereas the runway in that one wasn't so good. So I did feel like it was a little bit unfair. Joe has a lot to offer, so I feel like he could have been there more. Whereas coffee see i i mean i i'm not gonna try and sugarcoat that a tea of coffee is um uh is doing better than she actually was but i part of me doesn't care just because i love her like attitude so much so yeah. i didn't mind her staying and, and being a little bit mediocre <laughs> but yeah. there's other ones like uh sister sister that i'm just like how are you still here yeah sister sister passes the blame on to everyone else but herself 
she will not take responsibility for yeah. being no. fit. Um, whereas here, coffee, she's just got such a nice energy, and I'm actually, I was okay with her. She's been in the background. She was just lovely. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. And, you know, of course, the aftermath, you know, at the top of this week's episode, we get to see, you know, how the girls are reacting to that situation. And, and they all do say RuPaul apologized. So clearly, you know, she Rue went a little far if the queens are like, yeah, she apologized to us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was. Yeah, I was quite surprised at that. Cause I thought Rue would just be like, oh, well, I said what I said and that's it. But it was I'm half. Sticking- and- <laughs> I'm sticking to my guns on it. I think she was just doing the tough mother love thing because they even referenced it later when they came into the workroom. And um, I don't know, my parents would ream me for things and then, you know, later maybe apologize. So you understood the lesson. So I think that's what was happening here. Yeah, Jamal Jamal isn't gonna isn't backing down on this one. He's like, yeah, they, no. they got what they deserved. <laughs> Sometimes you need to get snatching. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we can't all be coddled or get blue ribbons, honey. Yeah. Some of us are snatched like sister, sister's face after lockdown. So sister, sister is deflecting attention by attacking somebody else. Surprise, surprise. Uh, luckily, <laughs> luckily, Lawrence kind of cuts that one off because that was like really weird and out of pocket. <laughs> She was kind of attacking Tia. Yeah, that kind of was just like, uh, here's another here's another example. You know, Lawrence can handle themselves because they can throw the shade just as well as uh, as the best of them. If I can form words today. And I love that like sister sister just like got up and was like kind of like F you because she had like nothing else to say. So she just like got up and walked off. Yeah, she <laughs> ran off. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, also to Lawrence was like, oh, we're not going to do that. Actually, let's talk about you, sister sister. <laughs> and she did not like that. She just was going to try and bully people. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so then it's the next day in the workroom, uh, you know, a part of the previous day's dragging was Ellie Diamond. She was sort of involved with Sister Sister in this bullyish tactic. I don't want to. I don't want to say bully. It wasn't really that serious. I don't want people to start sending hate to these queens. Yeah, don't do that. Um, but bull- bullying without actually being bullying. What it, just take that as you will. Okay. <laughs> so the next day, Ellie is still trying to drag Tia, and she even says like the RuPaul line. It's like, well, you already said that. I'm like, girl, Ellie, this tone seems very pointed for a safe queen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like, don't bite the hand that feeds. I'm um, not exactly that example, but it's kind of just like, I don't know. Don't throw stones in glass houses maybe is better. Yeah. I feel like Ellie can be like kind of combative with Rue. I don't know. It's just funny to watch sometimes. <laughs> just a little cheeky. Yes, just a little bit. What are your opinions about Ellie, Beth? Do you like Ellie or are you sh- I like not her. sure? I really do. Um, but obviously when there was that scenario with Lawrence Cheney and Ellie was like, oh, hang on, why don't you like, say my name in that way? Because they're both Scottish. But yeah, Ellie's still quite young. She's 22, I think. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. she's still got a lot to learn, a bit of respect in the industry. But I do like her. I find her drag interesting. No, we think that Ellie's going to go pretty far. Like she does all of her hair, makeup and looks all of herself. And she's like very young. I think she's going to pop off, especially once COVID is over and they can get out there and chore. I think the world is going to eat up Ellie. 
yes oh, I, I think she's amazing if you look at her tiktok because she works for mcdonald's mm-hmm. and she does this mcdonald's tiktok transition oh she just looks incredible i know i'm 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 not i'm like one of the i'm like a little too old to be on tiktok so i like i'll see them when they when people post them on the twitter (laughs) see there's been a lot of people showing us like good clips though we might have to cave and i have a tiktok (gasps) just fyi what are you a, a spy I'm a spy on social media. (laughs) (laughs) Giving all the information to the Russians. Yeah. So I haven't, I haven't saved that for tomorrow's episode with the (laughs) Russians, right? Exactly. I haven't been on there for probably like six months. So I might have to get on there just to look for Ellie Diamond's uh, TikTok. Yeah, girl, you're going to have to request that password again, too. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, so this week we skip straight to the maxi challenge. We're not wasting nobody's time tonight. The challenge is none other than the snatch game. Yes, it has arrived. Finally, it is here. I'm so excited. Snatch game UK season <laughs> one was so good. So I have a lot to live up to. Totes. Yes. On season one, Cheryl did the GC and then, <laughs> this snatch game she did uh or the, the actual gc was here were you excited for to have jim on the show beth i was really excited i, I like her but she was a bit boring uh, she didn't have a gc character on the show she was just a bit tame i found i do oh, love her okay i thought so too i was expecting a little bit more and i wasn't sure but i mean of course i'm not as familiar with uh Gemma as you probably you are and, and a lot of the uk citizens but i was like exp- i was expecting a little bit more and when um who was it was it a uh, sister sister did the like uh the hair my hair darren or whatever <laughs> her answer was yeah. like <laughs> It's frazzled. <laughs> I mean, it just seemed like I don't know. I think it would have been funny to see Gemma like play into that a little bit more, but maybe that's like annoying to her. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. she does play on it um, in like some of her TikToks and some of her reality TV. But yeah, she was just a bit bland. I felt on that episode. See, we went you... and watched um like YouTube clips and whatnot, and now like hearing your thoughts, that does make a lot of sense because she was way more animated. And um, other scenarios, whether it was like the um, what was it, Big Brother it was, or something? Or... I don't know. We were yeah. just watching clips. It was cele- or a Big reality UK show or something. Some <laughs> but but um... oh, you need to watch the I'm a celebrity ones. They're hilarious. Okay. okay. Is she? How is like? How is she like famous? Is it just reality TV she started on, or? Yeah, there's a show called The Only Way Is Essex. Um, with Howie. And she started off on that. I think she joined season two. She was a car saleswoman and they set up scenarios. So one of the big characters was going to buy a car and then that's how she was introduced. And then she became much more of a diva and she got that sort of like diva ownership. And then it just went from there and she's got her own TV show called Diva in Lockdown and she's got her own (laughs) podcast as well. She's, I really like her. Yeah. She's quite funny. Yeah. Yeah. She laughed at her on the show. Yeah. What did you think of her pink dress? Oh, stunning. I loved it. There's Marilyn Monroe there. <laughs> I thought, I thought she looked really look. beautiful. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was gorgeous. So there's a lot of crying in this episode. <laughs> and part of me is starting to wonder if the queens are picking up that this can be a tactic for them to get some screen time. 
I don't know. That or like emotions are going crazy. Like, I feel like too, it might have just been because of like the lockdown. So, like, everyone's like not seeing each other for a while and then they're going on the show. So, that made me like with um, Ellie Diamond, I almost thought like because Ellie hasn't been around the family and stuff, maybe that was why. And they were separated because they were uh, houseless at one point. Yeah. So, I don't know. Sadness. <laughs> yeah, sometimes me and my mum like we talk about it, and I think, oh god, they're crying again. <laughs> when it happens on the runway, when they get their critique, it's like fuck up that critique and do better next time. But yeah, to see yes. Aurora and Ellie cry, I, I felt I felt a little bit. Oh, Aurora's got emotions. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> another it's side real. of her. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes, we do see uh, Hora and uh, Ellie cry during the walkthroughs with Rue. And I did notice that they started calling the girls over to Rue. So I think this is a new thing because of lockdown. Yeah, yes. Stoney actually said that when yeah. we were watching. I think it's just she probably doesn't want to, like, I don't know, keep the social distancing. So just have them come to her or something. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So let's see. Let's talk about the snatch game. Of course, the judges, this snatch game or the guests, I should say, are Jim Collins and Michelle Visage. Hey, Michelle. I'm happy to see Michelle here in the um, you're playing the game of snatch game. Sony and I feel that Michelle should be hosting the snatch game. However, Ooh, yeah. well, that would make it a lot easier because my favorite part of this snatch game was when the judges had to translate all the jokes for RuPaul. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did you guys know any of the uh, terms? Um, just yeah, I knew pinch. like fell in, toss off. I mean, I knew all the terms and all that sort of stuff, but I was just, I, I didn't know who, who a lot of the um, celebrities they were impersonating were, but I knew the terminology. <laughs> And yeah. see, I wasn't, I didn't know the term, so I was learning in real time along with Rue. <laughs> so it's like a bell end. What? <laughs> yes. It was kind of funny, though, to see Gemma being like, you know, what, what is toss off? And she's toss like, off. oh, you know, to wank. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, what was also distracting to me was did Michelle Vajazzle her birthmark on her face? <laughs> <laughs> I did not I notice that. Like <laughs> I could not stop staring. She had this little one shiny thing like right by her mouth. And it doesn't <laughs> and she has the birthmark, right? Isn't that like her trademark? Oh, like a mole or something? I have I like am spacing on that detail about Miss Visage. I thought she always if, if it's not real, I thought she always draws one in or something. But this week it was like shiny and sparkly, and I just kept staring at her mouth. <laughs> yeah, I missed that one. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I get distracted by shiny things. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So um, let's see. I guess, well, let's let's go to Beth first. Who do you think stood out? Because you probably know a lot of the people they're portraying a lot better than we do. Oh, Bimini is Katie Price. That was so funny to me. (laughs) Um, And definitely Ellie Diamond. It was all the gestures that Ellie was doing with the hands and the winking and I loved the detail where she had one false nail on and the rest of it was sort of fair. Sort of outfit going on. I loved it. It was brilliant. I actually yeah. liked um, Ellie's performance as well. I was not familiar with the character at all, but you can tell, for me anyway, when you're watching the Queens do Snatch Game, you can tell when they're like surviving or getting through, not in a bad way, but they're 
doing what they're supposed to. They're volleying off of Rue pretty well. They're in character. And I definitely thought Ellie did a good job staying in character. She'd made me chuckle a few times. And Bimini, of course, was like, wow. (laughs) I was expecting more from Lawrence. I was too. On Bimini, like I, I, um, like I didn't know who Katie Price was. And then I, I watched some like YouTube on Katie Price <laughs> afterwards. And I was like, oh, wow, Bimini like really did her justice. But um, I was going to ask you, Beth, like if you could kind of just quickly explain like who Katie Price is, like where did she, like how does she get famous? Is she just a YouTuber? Um, she, so she was a glamour model and then she was on I'm a Celebrity. And um, I think it was one of the earlier seasons. She had this romance with Lisa Andre. And then this romance was in all the tabloids and then they had all these TV series about the relationship. Oh, uh, the relationship wow. broke down. I think she went a little bit off the rails. She's been married a bunch of times. Um, and yeah, she's, <laughs> I really like her. She's quite likable. Does she really like, good mom, I think. is she always like getting injured or something? Because I feel like I saw like, there was like a video with her, like both of her like legs were broken. <gasps> oh my gosh. And then feet. like, I watched another one, like her house was like robbed or something. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, she has such poor luck. Like I think this past like year or two, like she's had really bad luck. Her partners have cheated on her. So there was a reference to the horse cheating in the stable. That was in reference <laughs> to her ex-husband, Kieran, cheating on her with her best friends in her stables. Um, that was back in 2014, I think. Oh my so, yeah, gosh. I thought it was okay. a very clever little reference. That's funny. I was going to ask you about that because I was like, what, what is? I hollered. (laughs) I laughed. I like did not understand, but I knew it was funny. Yeah. Bimini just cracks me up and I just loved everything about the Katie Price uh, character. (laughs) I liked going and watching her YouTube videos though, because um, she does seem like such a great mom, like the way she takes care of all the kids and she spends time with them. And it's, it was just really like gorgeous to see. Yeah, she's got a new documentary about her son. Um, he's got several disabilities and mm-hmm. how she's moving him on to be more independent. That was a really nice watch as well. She's a brilliant mom, I think. Yeah, yeah, she seems really sweet. Like, yes. really has a nice family. Definitely. Yeah, Bimini did a great job performing uh, performing as Katie. I think that Bimini was very quick with the humor and clear. And like we were just talking about, very good with the references. She clearly knew her character. But yeah, we, we need to move on to talking about Lawrence because I, I'm not I'm not sure who this person is. And I don't know <laughs> that I want to know after that performance on Snatch Game. Gosh, this is just your classic case of the arts kids. The arts kid gets the best of themselves. Like you just he just thought too much about the character. It wasn't quick enough. You're supposed to be very fast with the jokes because you have to get through the panel and answer the questions you can't take all of this time for like a monologue so you know yeah. save that for you know um premiere night not snatch game <laughs> i don't know what it, what did you think of um what was what was the character something margulies i i forgot Miriam. i wasn't massively familiar i've seen her in a couple of things she's been in harry potter that's where i've Oh, okay. Um, I can't remember what I was going to ask me. It's been years. Um, but yeah, I felt like Lawrence just went on and on and it got boring. And she just kept going on about being a lesbian in the theatre. Yeah. And a little yeah. bit like um, Pia 
who's kept going on about exactly the same (laughs) jokes like your mel b like there's so much like spice girls jokes spice world with that terrible movie that i loved um there's so much so many directions you could have gone but you just stayed with the eddie murphy drama uh i think they just panicked and just repeated themselves yeah yeah yeah, like, read so the I, room, queens. I, I think maybe Lawrence was like portraying too closely to who this person is, but the part part of you know the snatch game is bringing a little bit of your character into it as well. Yeah. So I think had Lawrence put a little bit of herself into the character, then it would have been a lot more funny, or maybe just even pick somebody else that's like a little bit more loud or um, yeah. wild and crazy. I mean, mm-hmm. I almost kind of feel like the same thing happened, like. Uh, Lawrence made this reference like later in the episode like the comedians always do bad in the snatch game it's kind of like where like Lawrence is very funny like off the cuff and kind of like how like Trixie on all stars like Trixie is hilarious but when she did snatch game it was like this isn't funny so bad (laughs) so it's like it's hard I think sometimes when it's like a naturally funny person and they're just that's how they are like in conversation that they can't translate that to like an actual performance Definitely. And, and let's segue right into Tia Coffee, because I mean, I, I have to say that I haven't followed Mel B very closely. I know that she is or has recently been a judge on America's Got Talent over there in the UK. I don't remember Mel B as being very like, oh, girl, <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> Well, see, that part was like the Spice Girls, because like when she was Scary Spice, that was kind of one of her like signature little things like rar, I'm Scary Spice or whatever. So it just felt like a very mixed portrayal. I am a fan of the Spice Girls. I would spin around in my room and play the CDs. Very, very gay shit. I don't know how my parents didn't clock me, but I was a Spice Girls fan. So I liked Mel B, of course. I was familiar with the Eddie Murphy drama, but um, it felt like discombobulated. Like it was all over the place. And I feel like people were just more confused by it. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I don't know. It was just a lot of Eddie Murphy. I personally, I didn't know anything about like the Eddie Murphy drama. Like the only thing I knew about Mel B was Spice Girls. And then I haven't really known anything about her since then. So. (laughs) for me i was just like oh i didn't know she was with eddie murphy for a while (laughs) yeah because also too like i just think you know there was no there was just like it was just one joke basically like she could have been like i'll tell you what i want what i really really want one of michelle's battered sausages (laughs) or something like that you know Mm-hmm. that would have been so good i never thought of that <laughs> so i don't know were, were you disappointed by this uh impersonation of scary spice yeah so it, have you have you heard of keith lemon he's a he's a comedian in the uk he's got this um comedy chat show called celebrity juice and they play all these silly games and mel b is on it quite a lot and he takes the mick out of her and he used to have this show years ago called bo selector and he used to dress up as Mel B and yeah, <laughs> he really took the piss out of her and you just need to watch the videos because she probably could have taken it further and she was just really like tame with it. Uh, I was, yeah, I was quite disappointed. I thought that was going to be yeah. her time to shine. Cause it was, uh, was, it was a bit of a minky impression, wasn't it? Who, who was, who was uh, Tia going to do first? Cause didn't Rue like basically be like, don't do that. And then because oh, she Shirley like Bassey. Wig. And I don't know who that is. Shirley Bassey. Yeah, I'm not sure. Is that a, is she a singer or an I actress? I think so. I, I think it's a bit before my time. <laughs> I think yeah. 
I think so too. Um, who else? Yeah. What do you, this is my conundrum. I don't know who the specific medium is that sister sister was portraying, but I just feel like we get to see a lot of this type of character on snatch games. Cause it's just, I feel like it's sort of like a cop out. It's such an easy way to make jokes. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't a fan, but then I'm not a fan of sister sister. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, I found it a little bit boring. Um, cause she kept saying, I knew that was going to happen. But no one really bit on that. And, yeah, I wasn't too impressed. Yeah, I agree. I second that. Yeah, I don't know. It just it is kind of annoying because it was kind of like a cop out because it's easy to just be like, oh, I'm a psychic and I'm going to like just say something stupid to Michelle or whatever. And it's I don't know, it's frustrating because I want like sister sister to not be here. So like, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Another week with, with sister sister safe. <laughs> Yeah, I, I will say to to uh, Sister Sister's credit, I did enjoy the joke about um, RuPaul getting a roll and have yeah. ham and cheese on it because I do enjoy dad jokes very much. Yeah, I laughed at that too. <laughs> so that was funny, but I, I do feel like being the medium is like such just like an easy cop out way to like be safe in the snatch game. Um, what did you think about a whore as Lawrence something? <laughs> Uh, Louis Spence. Or Louis, uh, yeah. That, that was quite funny because Louis Spence has been about on TikTok at the minute for like old videos of him being really camp. And that joke about being so flexible and pulling those fake legs <laughs> up, oh, that had me. I was <laughs> laughing so much. And the lift was just spot on and the facial expressions, it was all over the top. And I quite liked it. It wasn't my favorite. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a safe performance. I did find myself yeah. enjoying it. Yeah, I did too. I I had no reference point to that character, but I definitely towards the end with the flexible legs and stuff, I was I was dying for <laughs> with that. the flexible legs. Yeah, <laughs> that's such a good that that was great. <laughs> <laughs> and what about taste? Because this is another person I'm not familiar with as well. I had no idea who that was, but I really liked the performance. I had to Google who it was. Um, but yeah, I. I thought the chicken neck was really funny. I actually got up and started doing the chicken neck. <laughs> yeah, I not a clue, but I loved it. So yeah, that was I'd say that was my top three. <laughs> yeah, I thought this was another solid, safe performance, and that say um taste did a good job staying in character as well throughout the whole thing. I thought her makeup was really interesting. Like I thought it was really pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I loved like the the tracksuit or like the windbreaker. <laughs> that yeah. wig. Oh my god. <laughs> yes, girl. Um, all right. Oh, I guess the other thing before we move on from Snatch Game is what did you think of the video message from Donald Trump and Margaret Thatcher? <laughs> I'm dribbling. <laughs> that was the best. I was just so shocked. And it was just so special. I love Bag of Chicks and Vivian. I used to go watch Bag of Chicks before she was on RuPaul. And she's oh, just whoa. always been that wow. silly character. She was always in my favorite gay club in London. Um judging like different things and it was just so fun uh, that's awesome i like how they um of course you have to give a nod to season one because it was so epic and those two characters specifically <laughs> they're always going to have a job as long as they can put on um that drag specifically yeah and i don't know <laughs> i'm so like jealous that you've seen bag of chips so many times because that was one thing that really uh i hate about like covid right now is because i wanted like I was so hoping like the UK queens would come to the US because I want to see bag of chips so badly. Like I love her so much. <laughs> yeah, she is so funny. 
And I have to ask, while we're kind of talking about season one, I know there was a little bit of drama of, of the Vivian winning. Maybe there were people, maybe not drama, but just people with lots of opinions that maybe she shouldn't have won and maybe Davina oh. should have won. What, what was your opinion on this situation? <gasps> Ooh, uh, I called it from the first episode that the Vivian was going to win. I just loved her. Yeah, I feel like I was the same. I do love Davina. Yeah, I like Davina too. She's really amazing. I... I don't know. It's like really any any of those three top three could have won and I would have been happy really. But it yeah. like you said, it, it was really pretty obvious that the Vivian was like the front runner the entire season. Mm-hmm. I feel the same way. You just you you have the queens that enter into the workroom and you're just like, oh, that's it right there. Yeah, definitely. Was, season one is so iconic to me. Like I would have been honestly happy with the top five that season. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's pretty epic. Like, there's so many good songs coming out of the UK season. Like, you know, of course, you have the uh, Frock Destroyers, and now we have uh, the United King Dolls. So it's like, you know, the bar is really pretty high for these UK queens. I'm just yeah, excited. Really to... Oh, go ahead, Beth. Oh, sorry. I, I was just like quite interested in the UK ones. Um, I didn't know how well they would do. I thought they would be a little bit trashy and not as polished as US, but they really like they made the bar and. Season two, when they all come into the workroom, I was just like, oh, are they going to be as good? I wasn't sure if I'd be disappointed. <laughs> sure. Well, I mean, of course, there are a couple that we were disappointed in. Sister, sister. <laughs> 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 but, um, yeah, so after, you know, this Snatch Game, it's the next day in the workroom. Lawrence is a bit nervous about bombing the Snatch Game and feels a lot of pressure to be perfect. Yeah, this is where they get into like, you know, why do the comedy queens always um, crash and burn? It's I think it's just, you know, as a performer, from a performer perspective, they're probably just super into their head, wanting to present the character as best they can, but then they forget to keep it simple. And the main point of Snatch Game is to make Rue laugh. So just don't make it heavier than it needs to be. Yeah, and it's just, I don't know, it's it's hard always to be like, the best at everything all the time like Lawrence has won three in a row so mm-hmm. I'm sure she was bound to like have like a week where she wasn't as sharp yeah as sharp is this like maybe her like Alaska moment from all stars too <laughs> <laughs> not not quite to that level of course but like yeah. you know in that same sort of ballpark yeah close I found it quite funny as well she said to Ellie um, before they went on to the game oh you're not terribly funny are you sure you're going to be okay it's just- who rehearsed in your head and that actually turned out to be Lauren. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I found that quite interesting. Oh, good point. <laughs> yes. Uh, then we get to hear this uh, pretty sad story about Ellie's family. Um, you know, of course, you know, they kind of start talking about his, uh, her twin brother, Bryce, a little bit. And but then we kind of move on to finding out that she didn't really have a good relationship with her dad. And like, I guess, actually got kicked out of the house for a brief period of time. It's just so wild. Um, I mean, we know these things are common, these types of stories, and it's so sad, but it's still just just as terrible whenever you hear a story like this. I'm just always so thankful this was not my experience. And I felt for Ellie in this moment. Yeah, it just it's really sad. And that kind of like shows like why I think she was so emotional too. just even talking about her family, because I'm sure that brought back all those emotions. Yeah, that, that really did like make me sit and think, oh, I'm just glad that my little brother has a nice support unit. 
because mm-hmm. that was him in a couple of years and he did want to be a drag queen or be whatever he wanted to be. We'd all support him. And if he didn't have that support network, I just just think how he would feel. Mm-hmm. So it's important to be kind with your family and supportive. For Big sure. time. And and that's kind of like why I like really love Ellie's mom because like Ellie's mom was like, all right, like if you're going to be late, no, it's like, no, you're coming back. Dad's leaving. And <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> Are you awesome. kidding me? Like this woman carried twins and you want her to choose? No, fuck you, bro. Here's a duffel bag. Get out. <laughs> All right, so now we move on to the runway. So let's take a quick little break here and we'll be right back. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here are some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week. We are, of course, back, back, back again to bring you the full coverage of the runway. It's time for the runway. Runway. (laughs) Uh, This category is so fun. I was... um excited for prehistoric yes girl Fifteen thousand bc honey we've got <laughs> bacteria i mean I, I guess i shouldn't talk about sister sister that way <laughs> oh no <laughs> there's a cream for that. For that. <laughs> yeah that's right um well let's go ahead and discuss our little prehistoric look starting with ahora uh, I thought this was so fun. So cool. Um, she's showing you all that body body 3D printed garment. I'm assuming that it was printed in pieces and assembled. Like, or is that just one big chess piece? I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure how that works. <laughs> very advanced. I don't know. Ahura was very proud that she like scanned her body. <laughs> printed it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I mean, thought her a, look was really nice. It it was very much like high fashion look. I thought it's it was fierce. very like Gaga esque. Mm-hmm. I yeah, think it's fierce. I love that. What did you think of? She was, uh, you know, kind of taking a little bit of a playoff Bimini's book here, showing off her best assets here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you've got the body, show it. Yeah, <laughs> it looks incredible. I love the hat, makeup, everything about it. Yeah, like if I was wearing this outfit, I would have probably had the coat on and like zipped up. Like just zip it on up. <laughs> Got covered all. <laughs> nope. There's no reveal. This is just what I'm wearing. <laughs> She's going to bed. You could do like the fake reveal. Like oh yeah, just never like, mind. Unzip it a little bit, and then I just zip it back up. <laughs> oh shit. Oh yeah. This, this was a nice look. So moving on, we have taste. Uh, this is my favorite. Yes. It was just incredible. The voodoo doll, the hair. And I loved how they said, um, was it Diana Ross who went to a safari park and she just picked all the merchandise? I just loved that about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. She just knows how to work a runway and play a character. And I love the the way she just moves and fully embodies this this look. 
Yeah, so so fun. Like I've been really happy with like her two looks post um lockdown. Like I feel like she's like really stepping it up. So I'm really here for uh this look from Taste. Definitely. Yeah, this was definitely the top runway look, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, this week I should say. <laughs> <laughs> so next we have Sister Sister. What do we all think of uh this? Is this like Marge Simpson's sassy sister? I don't know. This is like the character that didn't make the cut, girl. Like, she got kicked off the show. <laughs> I feel like this week she stole Lawrence and Ahura's look and oh, combined shit. them together. <laughs> oh, no. She has her little Target Halloween decoration in her arm. <laughs> <laughs> this is a boot for me. <laughs> Yeah, this is oh, definitely no. a boot. <laughs> I'm trying not to like hate just because it's sister sister, but I'm just like I really wish that fringe weren't green. Yeah, well, and I don't get the I don't get the hair. I mean, I don't understand why how it relates to the outfit. I don't know. What, let Let's let somebody else hate on this for a little bit. What do you think, Beth? I don't want to talk about her. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm not really a fan of anything she does anymore. I don't want to hate because she's probably a really nice person, but mm, meh. Uh, yeah, but you yeah, can't yeah. tell if she's a nice person anymore with that, that facelift. She just looks ready to tell you how it is. <laughs> she's <laughs> JD lady. <laughs> I just yeah. yeah like I'm kind of the same way because I did see online where like some people were like being like a uh, sister sister and I'm, I don't want to be like hateful towards her it's just she's not been my cup of tea like all season long so I'm just kind of like okay like I'll be Has nice she been your cup of coffee yeah she's been my iced espresso <laughs> oh. she's been my uh caramel macchiato with all the sugar <laughs> <laughs> definitely bad for you i got my coffee to go (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh let's go ahead and talk about tia coffee then what do we think of this does it have you (laughs) cacawing oh tia queen my queen i mean she's trying to show off her body here but she just can't help but take the camp a little too far like they want to see it in doses just to see her i think what the judges want to see from tia is growth they don't they're not looking for high fashion supermodel looks overnight i think they just want to see her understand how to you know rework her drag and various scenarios and i'm just like uh it's another costume it feels like so i wanted to like it but uh tia yeah, like I feel like with Tia, they just want to see like more like fashion and things like couture and stuff. And she's just like, I'm gonna come out <laughs> as a as a, a pterodactyl. pterodactyl. <laughs> it's like I would love this if she were at the like club and stuff. And like I love Tia. I want to see her perform live and stuff, but it's just like Rue's like, I want to see fashion, and she's like, pterodactyl. I'm a pterodactyl. <laughs> she's I'm like, not sure she was trying, sorry, I'm not sure she was trying to take inspiration from like Ellie Diamond at the, the, mm. at the seaside of Seagull, but yeah, <laughs> I wasn't a fan, I wasn't in a judge to it. Yeah, yeah. No. Halloween um, there wasn't. I did like her hair though, I like the hair. Um, the the hat I don't know the hat didn't read too pterodactyl to me I I guess I would maybe agree with the judges that it was a bit more pigeony <laughs> I I just didn't want to pigeonhole her into that role you know uh, <laughs> I did like that hair 
I did like the hair a lot. So I don't know. I, I don't know. You, you know, we just something about Tia is just so addicting. Like, I don't know what it is, but she's just so lovable. And even if she like doesn't have the best looks, like you still root for her. So I think maybe sister sister could pick up on a little bit of that. <laughs> yeah, she's just a lovable soul. At least be lovable, sister, sister. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> I feel like with Tia, there's a little bit of that, like, Baga, like, personality where it's like, because Baga, I feel like, could run down or walk down the runway with just, like, a trash bag on and be like, she's hilarious. This is great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with that bag of pose, like, the... <laughs> how they just opened their mouth and did the job oh yeah we did comment on that on on that a lot in season one she always has the same sort of like look at the end of the runway yeah and it's like that in person as well so is it well if it works for her i don't know i mean it wasn't horrible it makes me laugh yeah all right so next we have bimini bonboulash bacteria uh so cool so editorial and high fashion i like did not know immediately what they were but i just was so in love with this look like she's just continuing to show us she's so verse on this runway and like her comedy as well she's not here to play yeah i i didn't i wouldn't have known that it was bacteria unless they like told me so I, I thought it was funny. Bemini was like, if you don't know what it is, then read a book. Ooh, the shade. <laughs> I was like, okay, I will. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I personally, um, I've never seen this bacteria before, so it's hard <laughs> to, like, place. You know, I'm going to check under the sink, and we'll, I'll, I'll let you guys know next week. But, um, yeah, this was very, like, uh, very high fashion, very beautiful. So it's like whatever it is, it's hard to be mad at because she looks great. <laughs> so, so ethereal and like the approach to prehistoric, it's like, oh, so smart. Cause of course, you know, I would have done some dinosaur bullshit probably and went home too. Yeah. I would have been like a cavewoman. <laughs> Ooh, fierce. <laughs> With a big stack. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Beth? Yeah, I loved her look. And just going back from the first episode where she, you could see the tuck tape, I was just like, oh, but she's really like improved herself, taking that feedback on board. And she wasn't my favorite to begin with. And now I'm rooting for her to win because I was, wasn't sure what she was like coming out as, but it was just done in whatever it was. And when she said what it was, I just loved everything about it. So, Mm-hmm. Which is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I would agree too that Bimini is like sort of growing on me as well. Next we have Lawrence Cheney. What do we <laughs> think of uh what do we think of this look? Oh, Lawrence giving us a touch of that classic drag. I thought it was elegant and you know, just enough goofy and silly for Lawrence. Um, I enjoyed this coming down the runway. Yeah, I enjoyed this too. I think I do think it was like a little like I don't know. It was like an obvious, like prehistoric runway look. Like, mm-hmm. let's just come out with like some cheetah print and right. a, a red wig and a and a cheetah print. I think <laughs> not <laughs> safe, but yeah, yeah, I thought I, it was good. I thought um, I was kind of wondering. I was like, oh, so that's what Sister Sister's teeth looked like before she had them done. <laughs> No, that looked like that looked like the Katie Price thing that I that's the only reference point I had to Katie Price before oh, okay. this. <laughs> what what did you think of this one? It was safe. Um 
I obviously expected more because she's got quite a few repeater badges now. And yeah, it just felt a bit safe. And I agree with Michelle when she says, oh, I expected a bit of like armpit hair. That would have been quite comical because Florence Chain is just a bit wacky. Mm, yeah, I expected a little bit more. But yeah, yeah, I did like it though. I think uh, I think Boa would have really done well from the Canada's Drag Race season. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. I think last but not least, we have Ellie Diamond. I it thought seems Ellie like a was... very typical silhouette for her. Yeah, the silhouette's definitely predictable. That was in my notes, but I thought this was like Pebbles, Flintstone, you know, grown up. So I thought it was cute in that way, but we have seen the shape before from Ellie. Yeah, with that Tina uh, Burner wig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least like this is the first time I think we've seen orange uh, wig with uh, with Ellie. But <laughs> I, I do think Ellie and Lawrence kind of have this like problem where they have always kind of had the same shape down the runway. So I I don't know. That is kind of like one thing I've noticed with Ellie. Like I do think she does a great job though with her costumes and her makeup is always great and like. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought this was a really good look. It's just, I feel like with Ellie, a lot of times we see kind of similar things. Yeah, it's kind of like either this or chaps. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. But I, I, I thought her hair looked really good. I don't know. It's kind of hard. I mean, her face looks good. It's I feel like it's kind of hard to hate on Ellie, though, even, even if she is wearing the similar silhouette. No, I mean, she's working it, you know. I think she's doing what she needs to on Drag Race, and maybe she's going to pop off in another episode. But, I mean, you can't deny that face beat ever. Yeah. What What do you think, Beth? I thought it was really cute. I liked the little touch to um, pebbles and flintstones. But, again, it felt a bit safe. I wanted a little bit more from her. We're at the halfway point now, so up your game. But I, I do love her. She looks really nice. She's sort of like, um, I wonder if it's fair to say that to compare her to like this to be this season's blue hydrangea where she's kind of been like safe for the majority of the competition and then maybe she'll bloom like right towards the end. It's possible. I'm here for it. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. We love I I don't know. Blue hydrangea is like probably my favorite queen from season one. I don't know. Yeah. That makeup is everything. Plus, I really relate to her shadiness. So, (laughs) (laughs) so then uh, on the runway, Lawrence gets a little bit emotional. We have more more queens crying this episode, (laughs) Um, and I think it it was kind of hard to understand. But I think she was upset because she was like holding herself up to this high standard and uh, didn't quite perform in the snatch game. Um, but then in Untucked, the other girls, they kind of have to remind Lawrence. It's like, girl, you have three badges. Rue loves you. It's like, you know, maybe we can just like calm down. It's okay to do not the best one week. <laughs> right. You had one bad day. It's scary being in the bottom, but you're still here. But, um, you know, someone like Lawrence, who is so like, you know, confident and sure most of the time, they could just be hitting that point where they're like, fuck, I need to figure out what they want from me or this could go the other way yeah i think it's just kind of like if you're so used to being comfortable and then all of a sudden it's like oh my god like i could go home like it's like panic attack (laughs) yes yeah i think lawrence is the viv of this season because viv had one bad week and she was just like oh damn and yeah it's time to maybe try something a little bit new because like you say same silhouettes all the time we want a little bit more 
Definitely. Yeah. I, I don't know. It, I mean, I get it too. Cause from winning three challenges in a row to being into lip sync for your life, it's like a, a, a rude awakening. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. So abrupt, right? Like skirt. <laughs> She's like, Oh girl, we got to step up our game. <laughs> but the winner this week is Bimini Bonbulash and she has added another repeater badge to her collection. Well-deserved, Bimini. She slayed this week. There's no denying that win this week. Yes, it's so amazing. It's always a good feeling, too, with, like when you when the queen wins the snatch game because it's like the crown like challenge of the season. <laughs> yeah, I really yeah. like this because it, it really sets up Bimini to be a player in this competition. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she carried the game, I feel. Uh, I really did enjoy her performance big time and she had a success on the runway too so like she was strong in both aspects of this week's episode mm-hmm. so of course Bimini wins so who are in the bottom two that would be Tia Coffee, our resident bottom two and Lawrence <laughs> Janie damn you know we thought for sure like oh Rue is gonna give Lawrence a pass Rue like loves Lawrence but nope, I was a little surprised by this, but I can see how we'd get here. Yeah, but as soon as Lawrence was in the bottom two, I'm like, unless Lawrence just like complete, like pulls like a Jenny Lemon, like like uh, Lawrence has to be safe, right? You can't send Lawrence home like yeah. after winning three straight repeater badges. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. I mean, I knew this was Tia's time. So, you know, she did not survive the third lip sync. So she's clearly not a lip sync assassin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nope. Nope. I felt like that was a dark omen at the top of the episode. Yeah. No, no, not. No, I mean, surviving two lip syncs is not really like an, a, a record of any sort. Surviving three lip syncs is because <laughs> yes. that's the curse. Yes. Third lip sync, you are going home. <laughs> But, yeah, um, I yes. was a bit shocked with Lawrence Cheney going into the bottom, but I wasn't because of that snatch game performance. I just thought it was pretty yeah. flat. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. I was kind of excited to see Lawrence in the bottom just to see her lip sync, just to see how she performs. I thought it was really interesting that uh, Lawrence sort of like pulls out like all of like the old school drag queen tricks. Yes, I, think. I yes, exactly. I, I said the same thing. Like I was so getting that kind of classic drag vibe from Lawrence and I was enjoying their performance, even in that gown, like they were moving and serving. Yeah, that was a pretty form fitting gown, too. So it could have been difficult. But Lawrence is like, whatever, like I'm going to turn this out. Yes. Um, I think Tia wasn't really expecting all that energy from Lawrence. <laughs> no, and this is lip sync number three for Tia. So unfortunately, flailing arms and legs aren't going to do it this time. <laughs> and lifting the dress up again. That was a bit... Again. Mm. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> we get it. It's hard to dance in your dress, but you should have thought of that. <laughs> she could have pulled the trick where they, you know, they pull the scissors out and cut it off like the Vivian did. Oh, yeah. One. Yeah, oh, there you go. Punk rock. Yeah. So, yeah, Lawrence uh, gets to stay, of course. I would have been completely shocked and very upset if Lawrence had gone home. However, that means Tia Coffee must sashay away. Uh, R.I.P. Tia. I can't wait to see you in these COVID free streets. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Tia, it was just so fun too to like when she left, she like wasn't even like bummed out. She was just like, it's this is totally fine. She's like, Are you sure? 
I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> that was so funny. That was a lovely moment. Um, do you have any parting words for Tia, Beth? <laughs> I just want them to still put like her talking head in it because just her comments her commentary over the whole thing is it's just nice. She's just a nice bubbly present. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was expected. Definitely. <laughs> I do want to say, like, before we move off of Tia Coffee, there was a tweet that I absolutely loved and explained her and why I love her so much. In the tweet that somebody, or I think this person's handle was Queer Disc Ox. Um, but anyway, the tweet said, the way, that, X. the way that Tia Coffee underperforms in a task, enthusiastically engages with the feedback, and then continues to make the same mistakes again, extremely relatable. <laughs> and this is why she's the people's princess. <laughs> That's the truth, though, for real. It is. It was oh perfect. My oh, my God. All right. Well, let's go ahead and throw the mic over to Stony. We're going to get some um we're going to get some fantasy league updates here. Who's going to be winning this week? Yeah, so um after six full episodes, I am still way in last place with 145 <laughs> points. <laughs> Jamal is in second place with 225 points. And Seth is slightly ahead with 245 points. Ooh, I'm coming Ooh. for you. You better watch out. You better watch out. Lawrence is about to turn it out, bitch. I've got a string of pearls in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to pick one queen as your like first pick for a fantasy league, Beth, who would you have chosen? I said Lawrence from day one, but then I also said Ginny Lemon in my top three. Um, and that didn't go so well so yeah no. um, I wouldn't do so well in this league <laughs> yeah definitely Lawrence yes yeah that makes me happy to hear because I was like like pretty like pro Lawrence from the jump of course you know we're all we're all on board now but um I had I just I don't know there was just something about Lawrence in in her meet the queens video I was like this she's either gonna be really fucking good or really not so good (laughs) Mm -hmm. see that just shows like how little I know because during the meet the queens I was like yes I love sister sister And then I was like, Lawrence Cheney is like, I don't like him. So I I knew nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, uh, I guess before we let you all go, I'm just curious, Beth, who do you think is going home next week? Ooh, shade rattle. (laughs) Not to put you two on the spot, but just to see if we have a pulse on the competition. Sister, sister, for sure. If she doesn't, I'm boycotting the show. I'm never watching it again. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I, her I would time agree. Is coming. Same. I feel yeah. like her time is coming. She's gotten a little bit too cocky, I think, for what she's putting out on this show. Yeah, and while we're talking about like the Meet the Queens <laughs> on the way out, you know, we did call Ellie Diamond a dark horse during Meet the Queens, so she could prove that to be true very soon. Yes. Um, well, I guess, you know, if uh, if you liked what you heard from Beth, we're going to put her information, her Twitter down below here in the description. So you guys can go be friends. If you're from the UK, you guys can, I don't know, maybe become friends and hang out with her. I don't know if how it works over there. <laughs> Just yeah. DM me, UK hun. I'm here for that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's the wrong. pickup line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, are there any uh, parting words that you would like to share with the listeners before we leave, Beth? Um, I'll be back on soon. Um, 
Hopefully. Yes. 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 If, if you want to DM me, UK Han, we can be friends. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> we loved having you. Thanks for coming on the show, Beth, and, and being our first Thank Brit. Yeah. Thank you so much. I really loved it. All right, you all, we will be back tomorrow with our season 13 podcast. Of course, get ready. We have lots to say, but and while you're waiting, of course, <laughs> you can subscribe to the podcast. You can leave us a review. That's we like that's a better currency than um than giving us money. So if you can just leave us a review and it's actually free for you to do so you can save money and show us appreciation that way. <laughs> oh, I like the sound of that. Yes. And if you want to actually, let's, I don't know, maybe this will be fun. See if anybody does it. If you leave us a review and then take a screenshot and DM it to us, I'll do, um, I'll perform fellatio on you. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my God. <laughs> um, no. Um, no, I, I don't know. I'll compliment you or we can chit chat or whatever you want. You know, you can add, we can play truth or dare. Um, we you can know, post whatever. It on Instagram too. <laughs> yeah, we can shout you out on the page. We can promote your Twitter or do whatever you want promoted. So um, <laughs> yeah, let's try that and see what happens. But until next week, bye. 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 bye.